WildTalkRadio.com. Theme song! This is the Firefly Funhouse! And I want to introduce you to some very special friends that I've met along the way. Hey, this is Adam Copeland, a.k.a. the Rated R Superstar. Hey guys, this is Renee Paquette. This is Kane from WWE. This is WWE Superstar Drew McIntyre. Hello, this is WWE Hall of Famer, the Heartbreak Kid, Shawn Michaels. Hi, this is Bree, and this is Nikki, and we're the Battle Fans. This is Christopher Daniels, and what I like to do on my office is listen to the rap, and now you are and it is awesome. Satisfaction is guaranteed. It's time to experience the award-winning The Rack. Goodness gracious, great balls of fire. I love kickball. I'm back, taking souls and digging holes. I'm going to break you, bitch, you hear me? You can love, but you can't touch. Ruthless <laughs> aggression. With your host. They've been lying to you. Heroes don't exist. Y'all become addicted to the illusion of what a hero does for you. Have I mentioned that I was uh, once addicted to eating sponges? Lindsay Ward. Look at me, woman. And you can just call me Taker. Oh my god, it's Taker. Taker, Taker, Taker. Does Taker hate me? Oh my god, it's Taker. And she was a wicked, wicked child who spat and swore and shoot to back. I like puppets. Stickers! And her producer, Sir Rockin. My little creatures of the night will now experience the magical art of puppetry. What the game is playing! Live on the Wild Talk Radio Network. We're here. Yowie wowie! Welcome to the Rack right here on WildTalkRadio.com. Brought to you by our friends over at MBG Films. Check them out, YouTube.com slash MBG1211. And if you're listening to us over on RackRadioShow.com, WildTalkRadio.com, or directly on Twitch, thank you so much for tuning in. We greatly appreciate you're on Twitch and you have to have a Prime Gaming sub available. You can use it here for free for 30 days. All you have to do is hit the little purple button down at the bottom of the screen and you can subscribe for free. It is that simple. You can also subscribe the regular way, follow the channel, hang out and chat, or listen to the archive. We are happy to have you any way we can get you. I'm your host, Lindsay Ward. Joining me, as always, is the ever-faithful producer slash co-host slash handyman, Sir Rockin. We're here. We're live. It's Thursday night. Thursday. Thursday. You know what Thursday. Thursday. It's a Thursday. We're here talking SummerSlam, the biggest party of the summer in the back half of the show. You can tweet us out. You can zed us at Wild Talk Radio, at Rack Radio Show, at Lynn's Ward. You can come to wildtalkradio.com, rackradioshow.com, or twitch.tv slash w2live. And interact with us live. If you notice, the graphic even has the, the new X on it. It does. It's, it's been, I, 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 I hate I, it here. I've, I've updated both graphics on the 
for the, the thing. You can zeet us, y'all. You can zeet us. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a thing. It's a thing. It's a thing. It is. A, Yep. I, yep. I, yep. Uh, yep. You can you can zeet and, and, uh, and instead of tweet and, and uh, whatever. We'll see how long this lasts. Honestly, because like it's the uh, way, it's the wave of the future. It's how things are going to be. It's never it's never going back. You're never gonna, tweet of the week is no longer a thing. Oh God, we're gonna have to change this. I gotta song. find it. I gotta find a song now. We can't do Twitter Tweet of the Week because it can't. The Tweet of the Week song doesn't work anymore. God, he screwed up our whole thing. We had the song for eleven years. Now we can't use it. We have to freaking make up a song. No, we are not, not using, using Pornhub. No, no, we're not doing that. No. Nor OnlyFans. We're gonna have to figure this out. I, gotta, I need a, a, a drum roll. Doesn't work for a, a sounder for a bumper. I gotta make up. Have to figure something out to make it work. So until then, no tweet of the week. I, I, I had a horrible idea. I, I will tell you after the show. Okay. But. Um, yeah. We'll see how long it lasts, because he doesn't own the logo, he doesn't own the trademark, somebody else does. Um, they made him take his obnoxious sign down because it was bothering the people that lived oh, around there. That's good. Yeah, they, the city of San Francisco was like, yeah, no, you can't do that. Um, so we'll, we'll see how long this actually lasts, because he didn't actually, apparently research anything in terms of this rebrand or somebody didn't i don't know did they did anybody talk to the art department about this um because if they had you know copyright trademark all of that should have been involved it's clearly not because somebody else owns the logo like somebody literally owns the rights to the logo um none of that was investigated it seems like so we will see how long this lasts for um before we all get reflocked uh, we're never gonna. We're never being a Twitter again. We're never being a Twitter. Well, he's then he's gonna have to come up with something else. Like I've been a part of rebands before, and the amount of work that goes into it. I'm sure this has been planned for a while. I don't, I don't know. know though. I question because like there's a whole thing where you do you have to go through and you have to look at everything and make sure that it's like either copy fright right free that you're pulling it off a stock site, which this may be where it comes from. The logo is a thirty dollar font. Yeah. Or you, which that's a whole other issue in it of itself. Like, what is the license on the font? Because if it doesn't have a commercial license, technically he can't use it. Technically he can get sued for that. Like, you have to be really, really careful on the fonts because there's licensing and shit. Like, there's a whole thing involved in this, and I don't feel like the due diligence was I done. I don't think so. I don't. I don't think so. But here we are. But. Um, not that I would ever encourage anybody to do this, but should Twitter.com ever become available, well, you know. It'll be your best $10 thing, spent. Be the best $10 you ever spend in your life. Not that I would ever encourage that, but I just feel like this is where this is going. Um, Casey makes an excellent point. I feel like if it was planned, there wouldn't be all this file on the back end. That's very true. It is entirely true. Like, most rebrands, they announce it, and then they slowly roll it out. This was just, hey, we're doing it on Monday. Like, out of the blue, out of nowhere. Anyway, we're not here to talk about Twitter or Zeter. It's Twitter. Just call it fucking Twitter. It's Twitter. Twixer. It's Twitter. No, we are here to talk wrestling. Um, 
or at least some wrestling. Uh, and we're going to get into news brought to you by our friends over at mbdfilmsyoutube.com slash mbd1211. Just one more thing before before we go into the news. Elon bought Twitter for $54 billion to get rid of the bots just to have it run by bots because they're going to utilize AI, which I don't even know what that means, by the way. When they're like, we're going, we're going to run Twitter with AI, what does that mean? Are you all going to have chat GBT out here writing zeets for you? Like, what? what is that? With all the conversation about AI, like, you make that announcement that, yeah, we're going to use AI for our platform when some of the actors are literally striking right now because of AI. The Writers Guild is striking right now because of AI. Like, come on. Come on. F- read the room. Just read the room. But anyway, let's get into the news. So Vince McMahon had himself quite a week. <laughs> Not only did he undergo major spinal surgery, he is on medical leave from WWE for the foreseeable future. Hope he feels better. Uh, but he also got served with a federal search warrant and is being investigated by the feds for his conduct last year. So he got ser- the- he got served on July 17th. He had surgery on July 21st. Convenient? Well, no, I don't think, I mean, convenient for who? For him, because it's good timing. He just so happened to have surgery after being served federal subpoena. Well, yeah, I mean, that shit's scheduled. So, unless he knew it was coming. Was it? I mean, no, 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 no. If he he was trying to be like, I don't want to get served, you schedule the surgery on the day that you're getting served. (laughs) That's, That's how you do that. I mean, three days after, basically, is they can't. I mean, I guess they could arrest him, but, like, if they were going to arrest him, they would have to give it pause because he has, he needs medical attention. Um, yes. He got hit with a legal bedpan. Yes, he did. Casey, yes, he did. So, yeah, he um, is officially on leave from WWE at the moment, whatever that means. It means he's not going into the office, probably. He's he's doing the whole work from home thing. He, he'll still phone in high up on drugs. Hey, I won so-and-so to win. Okay. Did you do that? Yeah, Vince. Yeah, we did it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Totally, it's the drugs. That's 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 why you're seeing things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but yeah. So I, in, in all seriousness, no, I I hope Vince feels better. But the, I mean, the having whole federal... having spinal surgery at seventy something years old. Ooh, that's yeah, that's rough. It's rough. Um, I I can't imagine why they. Well, I guess I can because of all the weightlifting and the the bodybuilding that he did. I imagine that probably, probably fucked us. Yeah. Probably fucked his spine pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, to be fair for Vince, we have noticed that he has not been lifting anymore. Because he is greatly... Or as much. Or as much, yeah. Or, yeah. Because he's uh, somewhat diminished in stature. He's still Vince. He's still Vincent. He's still Vincent Kennedy McMahon. But, yeah, he's... You can tell he has not been lifting because he's lost body mass. Um... Or at least not lifting as much. Anyway, moving on. WrestleMania 39 is reported to have generated $215 million for the Los Angeles region, setting a new company record. $10 million that, more than, than the previous record. You wonder why cities are falling all over themselves to get WrestleMania? That's why. Yeah. $215 million in additional revenue that they did not have. That's that's insane. It's a pretty good number. 
that's why everybody wants to get the event is because it's worth paying for it to get it. That's why you, because bid you get on that it. kind yeah. of return. Yeah, good money. It's really good money. Uh, so WWE announced today that in the much anticipated live event in India, the first one since 2017, titled Superstar Spectacle, the show will take place on Friday, September 8th, live from the GMC Bala Yogi Indoor Stadium in Hyderabad. This is the first ever WWE live event to be held in Hyderabad. Tickets will be available from noon Indian Standard Time this Friday, August 4th, at the bookmyshow.com site. It is not a premium live event, by the way. Just want to make that clear. It's not a premium live event. It's going to only air on whatever the local Indian television is, like it did before. The first time they did it, they filmed it at the Performance Center, I believe. I think so. Yeah, it was like during COVID or something, or right before COVID. Yeah, that was one of the last ones before COVID. Yeah. Or no, I think it might have been even at full sale last time they did it. 2017? Yeah, they might have been at full sale. No, the last one was in, the last time since they were in India was 2017. Oh. I think, I could be wrong. I think they did it in full sale for one of them. Anyway, it doesn't matter. They're going back. They're going back, so go get your tickets now. Should be, they will be available shortly. Tomorrow. Friday. Yeah, Friday. Tomorrow. Within, they probably, actually, it's probably already tomorrow there, so go get your tickets now. Bookmyshow.com. Bookmyshow.com. And NXT's Aaliyah James is no longer with WWE. She has departed. Yeah, she announced on all her socials that she is no longer with World Wrestling Entertainment. So, best of luck to her as she moves forward. Uh, Kayla Braxton has announced that she's leaving Bump as the host. Megan Morant will take over. Kayla is staying with WWE for right now. She's not leaving, but she's just giving up her hosting duties. She will still show. she will still be a contributor to the Bump, but she's not sitting in a hosting chair any longer. Because she's moved out to L.A., so flying back and forth to Connecticut every week is probably... Not tiring. In, tiring and not a priority what she wants to make since she probably has other aspirations that she's trying to accomplish. So she's cut, she, she's been less and less in the studio over the last few months since moving to LA. So this is just probably a, hey, you just go to TV's nail and do that and go from there. Yeah. Cause so, she's, she's still the host of all the pregame show, the pre-show stuff. So she's just leaving the bump. Yeah. Which makes sense. Yeah. Uh, WWE has signed Slim Jim to wrestling's biggest ever sponsorship deal. There's a Slim Jim branded match set for SummerSlam with more meat stick ads planned for Survivor Series, the Royal Rumble, and WrestleMania. No, Bray Wyatt will not be in the Slim Jim branded match. But LA Knight will be. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so that's a big one because it's a big, Slim Jim is part of big, like, company and stuff and it's good for WWE. So Slim Jim is back in the wrestling business. Oh yeah, dig it. Duh. Everybody wants in. They do. Moving on to AEW. Uh, Kenny Omega, the Young Bucks, and Hangman Page have signed new multi-year deals with AEW. The Bucks and Omega will stay on as executive vice presidents and cue the fancy press release. We're not actually going to read the fancy press release. It's just announcing they have one because the next part of it will tell you why I wrote it. Ah. Evil Uno and the Dark Order have re-signed with AEW for three years as well, so congratulations to them. They got no press release, according to Evil Uno, who tweeted out. We had no no press release. Oh, <laughs> poor guys. Like yesterday, they announced, hey, it's all big article, big press release for, for Bucks and Kenny and Hangman, and it's like, oh yeah, we're here too. So Hangman can't even get an upgrade to a v- EVP? No, he didn't get a, he didn't get a VP, <laughs> no. He's, he's still just Hangman. But Canada Box resigned it with to do EVP stuff again. <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay. But uh, no. Okay. In all seriousness, this is a big story. Reason for it because there were rumors that Kenny or the Bucks or 
Hangman could possibly jump ship next year to WWE, um, but they did not. Um, even with everything with the turmoil with CM Punk and all the fallout from that, they've been negotiating for months before this deal. Their deal was exp- expected to expire in January, so they've been been doing this for about seven months now, um, trying to work out a deal to stay with AEW. And they finally came to one because they probably put out feelers and, you know, so what do you want to do in WWE if you, it would happen? And they decided, hey, we're going to, we're going to stay here, do our thing here and contribute to the growth of AEW. Honestly, I don't know how they would fit in WWE. I think, they fit, I think Kenny would have fit fine. Bucks would have been fine. I think they would all fit right in. I mean, look what, how Cody has fit in. He would... But they've made a spot for Cody. Like, that's the difference. I don't know how much of a spot they, they would, would make for the others. For the Bucks, easy, because you have feuds with New Day. You have feuds with Street Profits. You have feuds with Kevin and Sammy. You, there's enough tag teams where there would have been enough run for the Young Bucks for a year or two to make it worth it. Hangman still could come around and after this deal expires because he's young enough. He could, yeah. But it's we'll just have to see. Um, but congratulations to all parties involved. Indeed. Fans in Duluth, Georgia will get to see both AEW Dynamite and AEW Collision on the same night this August. Woo-hoo! It was announced today that Collision will be taped at the Gas South Arena in Duluth on Wednesday, August 23rd. That's along with the live episode of Dynamite that's taking place at the Gas South Arena at the same night. Lindsay? No. Lindsay? No. What? I am not driving to <laughs> I'm not doing it. It's right no. there. It's right there. No. no. It's right there. No, it's not right there. It's a it, freaking hour away. It's, it's an hour to see some of the greatest professional wrestlers in the world. Kenny Omega, The Young Bucks, CM Punk, Hangman Page, John Moxley. You name it. They'll be there because it's the final stop before all in. No. But yeah. But no. But think about it. But no. But yeah. I'm not going. I'm not driving an hour to go to an AEW show. But why not? Because there's no one there that I want to see. Kenny Omega? No. The, the Young Bucks? No. Hang- the Hangman Page? Hangman's cool, but no. The Dark Order? Is there, I mean, I know that they resign, but how many of them are left? The John Moxley? I've seen John Moxley. Claudio? I've seen Claudio. You get to see them again. No. Dr. Britt Baker, DMD? I'm good. Okay. Well, that's, that's all I got. <laughs> no. That's, that's the best I got on that one. Matt says he'll pay for gas. No. Oh, we have no other and we have no injuries. Okay, so we we are going to take our our first and only break of the evening. And yes, that's the AEW expert for you because I'm not the AEW expert. She is the AEW expert. And wait, look out for her pick for All In and All Out coming at the end of August. Oh, God. So with that, we're going to take a break. We'll be back. When we come back, we will be talking all things SummerSlam, which emanates... Live this Saturday from Detroit. And we'll be so live following the show. So you're listening to The Rack right here on WildTalkRadio.com, and we will be right back. Yeah. 
Are you following us on twitch.tv slash WTR live? Do you have Amazon Prime? If so, you can link it to your Twitch account and subscribe to our Twitch channel for free with Twitch Prime. It's the easiest way to help support us for free. Like what you hear? Subscribe to The Rack on Apple Podcasts. Just search for The Rack Radio Show. And while you're there, leave us a review and tell us your thoughts on your favorite show on a Thursday night. Every Sunday night, the evolution continues with Wrestle Talk Radio, giving you all the late happenings in sports entertainment. With the intern, the producer, the original Tim Stein, and sometimes, a Kate Sheep. It's WTR Sunday night, 10 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Mountain, only on the Wild Talk Radio Network. Every Monday night, once Monday Night Raw ends, the Raw Post Show goes live. You want to hear a story? Get the hell yeah. Join Lindsay and Sir Rockin' as they give their opinions on what they liked. What? What they liked. What? And what left them completely confused. What? It's the Raw Post Show. What? Monday nights. What? 11 p. Eastern. What? Live on the Wild Talk Radio Network. And that's the bottom line. Ghost Gold Simpson. Did you know you can use support a creator code Rock and Sock in the Fortnite item shop? R O C K N S O C K in the Fortnite item shop. That's a hashtag ad because we are a hashtag epic partner. Superstar Drew McIntyre, and you are listening to the Rack Radio Show on Wild Talk Radio. TalkRadio.com, brought to you by our friends over at MBG Films. Check them out at youtube.com slash MBG1211. And if you're listening to us over on RockRadioShow.com, WildTalkRadio.com, or directly on Twitch, thank you so much for tuning in. We greatly appreciate it. If you're on Twitch and you happen to have a Prime Gaming sub available, well, you can use it here for free for 30 days. All you have to do is hit the little purple button down the bottom of the screen and you can subscribe for free. It is that simple. And we are back. You could also, you know, subscribe the regular way, follow the channel, hang out and chat or listen to the archive. We are happy to have you any way we can get you. And with that one, we are going to be talking all about WWE SummerSlam, which will be emanating live from Detroit, Michigan on Saturday, August 5th. 
Uh, it will be available on the Peacocks in the United States and on the WWE Networks everywhere else. Um, and, of course, on pay-per-view providers all places. This is a stacked show. So stacked that the women's matches can't make the show. and People are mad. People are upset. They were trying to get something trending today. I saw that. Guys, girls, people, chill the fuck out. It's okay. It's, they, Becky and Trish have the only, are the only two people in the world who have the right to be mad that they are not on SummerSlam. You, the internet, who complain about 15-match pay-per-views have no right to be mad that they did not put them on the show. Give the WWE women a chance. There are two matches of the eight that are on the show featuring the women. Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler and three women in the women's championship match representing SmackDown. That's five people on the show in important matches. Would it have been great to see Trish Stratus versus Becky Lynch? Yes. But I would also like to see them have 15 to 20 minutes. Not, not seven. If this was the first match between Becky and Trish, I would be more upset. But this is the second, technically the third, with counting money in the bank. No, it would be the third counting the one we saw in Raw. Yeah. So, well, I don't really count it because nothing happened. Nothing happened, but it was a thing. But no, it's the, it's, they, an, they, it's an ongoing situation where they will have more time if they're on Raw. Or on another premium live event. Raquel and, and, and Rhea could have been on the show, but again, would have been short time. And then people will complain, well, just give her the Battle Royal. Okay. Someone even paid a lot of money for that Battle Royal, and money talks. And um, I'm sure. everyone for the last week has been saying, who should be on SummerSlam? LA Knight. Yeah, but let's forget that. That's old news now, right? Him being on the show, that's old news. <sighs> It's. I get it. I get the frustration. I mean, realistically speaking, you could put another match in there. You could put a ninth if you absolutely had to. But you would have to cut time from everybody else. Because obviously they have time to show out. They don't want to go any more than three hours. Three, three and a half hours is what they go right now. So it's... To fit in that model, just looking at the other matches that are on this card, it's either somebody else has to come off or you cut time from everybody else. And that's not fair to everybody else. So would it great be great to have Rhea and Raquel on here? Absolutely. It would be wonderful to have Trish and Becky on here? Absolutely. Would it be fantastic to have any of the other women featured on the show? Sure. So, oh, But oh, 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 that's not that's so not have, what's going to happen. I want to get out in front of this, too. Because I know I'm going to see these tweets on, on Saturday. Right? Look how much time is happening in between the matches. Because there's going to be the five-minute commercial break in between all the matches. Oh my god, I can't believe they could have fit another match with all this time. They could have just cut one of the video packages. Look how much time they're wasting with these commercials. Hello, welcome to Peacock, where they, ad- where they advertise three to five minutes of commercial advertisement in between every match. That's what Peacock does. So do you lose some time that way? Yes, and that's why you have to format a show where you have to spread things out. And that's why there's a lot of in-between time. So you used to have another 30 minutes, but guess what? Because of commercials, you don't have it. It's, it's called Premium Live Event on Peacock. It's just the way things are. So save your Twitter fingers or your Zeters. It's just how the shows are run. That is all. All right, let's get in front of the show. Yay. So let's talk about it. The Slim Jim Summer Slam Battle Royal. This is going to be 20 men. Um, confirmed as of right now are LA Knight, Sheamus, Tomasa Chiampa, Shinsuke Nakamura, Otis, and Chad Gable. 
Miz will probably likely end up in it as well, even though he is not confirmed. Um, this is your way to get pretty much everybody else in front, like out in front of the crowd. Um, I, I need to interrupt. No, you don't get it for the cost of Xfinity. You have to pay for it now. Yeah, not anymore. It's, you can get it if you have certain Tier, criteria. It, yeah, if you you if you're a diamond reward or a gigabyte internet subscriber, you can get it for free. I still get it for free. I would like to give her to my ads. They won't let me give them money, but I have it's free. Yeah, but they've started charging everybody because they realized that so many people qualified for it that they could not charge. And so now it's it's become they were losing money on it because nobody was paying for it because it's like they said to their whole subscriber base, well, we'll give it to you for free on the ad, with the ads thinking that, oh, well, you know, people won't want the ads, so they'll pay for it to get rid of the ads. And pretty much everybody was like, no, this is fine. <laughs> this, is, this is OK. I can live with this. I want to give them money to get rid of ads. They won't let me. Well, you can call them. No, I have. I have legitimately called and called and called. They won't let me. They don't. They, that is currently unavailable, even though it was available two months ago. That's weird. When they changed everything over, they don't let you do that. You're only stuck with what you get now. Oh, okay. Well, good to know. Um, but do we even want to make a pick on this, other than to say it's probably going to be L.A. Knight? L.A. Knight, yeah. I mean, there's nothing really to discuss on this, um, so, other than it's L.A. Knight, probably. April does will L.A. Knight win? Yes. No. Yes, definitely. Great. That's great. You said it. It's but it's yeah. This is verbiage. The eight ball isn't programmed to say yeah. It's yeah. It's yeah. Well, then you need to program the eight ball. I, it probably is one of the, the suggestions. It just wasn't the one that came up. Anyway, we'll we'll do a wheel spin later when we have all the names. Anyway, moving on to a real match. Moving on to a real match. The Slugfest, the MMA rules match. Ronda Rousey versus Shayna Baszler. This is something that we've all been waiting for ever since both signed with the company. Um, just to see what they can do with each other. Um, I expect this to be really close. I expect this to be tight. I expect this to be physical. I expect them to kind of probably maybe beat the shit out of each other. Um, I expect all the things from this from a physicality standpoint. I do not want this to be a wrestling match. I don't want any wrestling involved in this. Well, I want it to be a fight. Well, you're going to get wrestling. You're going to get, We're gonna get amateur, traditional wrestling. Amateur style wrestling. You're going to see a lot of judo, a lot of grappling, and a lot of submission. That's what this match is going to be because that's what MMA rules are. It's more of a wrestling grappling style they're going to go after. Yeah, but I don't want like the flips and the, you know, all the other stuff. Like what we consider what we consider professional wrestling. Yeah, they're, they're, they're not they're not going to they're not going to professional wrestling this match. This is going to be more a mixed martial arts style. It's going to be very slow paced. It's going to be physical and a lot of hopefully dramatics involved with in terms of submissions whether Working over a body part, etc., etc. Um, you you talk about wanting to see this match. It's it's going to be good. I think it's going to surprise some people. I also think a lot of people may hate it. Oh, I I'm I believe that a bunch of people are going to hate it. <laughs> Lay it in, women slapping me. I mean, that doesn't have as doesn't have the same I mean, ring you, as two big beefy men slapping meat, TM. But I mean, you you, you could say two chicks slapping meat. 
to beefy chicks slapping meat. But they're not, are they really beefy women slapping meat? I mean, they could they could beat the shit out of me. So yeah, they're beefy. But, I mean, they're, I want to. They could beat the shit out of you. They could beat the shit out of you. Yeah. So yeah, they're not really beefy though. It's um. Two, beefy in the metaphorical sense. Two badass women slapping meat. Uh, and it, you can say two bitches slapping meat. <laughs> we'll work on it. All right, you, that's your homework, Cash. Um, yeah. You must come up with a new catchphrase and go. And go. Um, the elephant in the room is, is this the end for Ronda Rousey? Um, reportedly, she gave an end to WWE of, hey, I'm done, and we'll never see her again. Until um, she wants another payday. No, I don't I don't even think it's that. I think she's had it. She left the reality show because she wanted to be more, be, couldn't be away from her child anymore. I think this is sort of where it is. I don't think she's... As in love with what she's doing now that she was when she f- did the first run. I think family became more of a priority for her. Yeah. And true. this is something, it's like, hey, this is cool and all, but I'd rather be at home. And she's been she's been competing for her entire life. Um, so it's something where at some point you, you just, you just want to be done. And could she come back and do a one-off here and a one-off there? Yeah. And are they going to say this is a retirement? Probably not. But uh, it probably will be. I wouldn't be surprised in, in April she's in the Hall of Fame. Um, be a little early. I'd give her a year. I, you could do that. But I'm just saying, I, I wouldn't be surprised that that way when they bring her back, it's WWE Hall of Famer Ronda Rousey. You mean? Oh, yeah. But it, So wouldn't it surprise me? Could I, is she going to continue? Could she be continuing after this? Probably. It, they've never officially said anything. But I think she's coming in to put her friend over, and that will be that. So I'm going with Shayna. I have to agree with that. I mean, if Ronda's given the exit date, it makes complete sense that she would do the the right thing, because clearly, I would say she's given them the end date, and I would also say that she said, I want to go out with Shayna. Yeah. I want to go out with my friend, because that's because I want to put her over. Like you said, I want to do the right thing. I want to help her. I want to put her over. Because Shayna's... The problem with Shayna is that they've not really done a lot with her since she came up. She's had, like, flares here and there. But she did not... She has not had the run, like, what she had in NXT. Because Shayna's problem is that when she came up, she did not fit the mold. And they didn't know what to do with her. And so they kind of push her off to the side and they've they've sort of had her in contention, but she's never been as dominant as what she was prior. And so I hope my hope is with this match is that you kind of relaunch Shayna and you kind of give her that boost that she needs to put her up into that level where she can begin to go for the titles again and be taken seriously to be a contender for someone like Rhea. Yeah, so and go for Rhea. When she came up, she was seventh on the pecking order, if you think about it. Yeah. Because she had Sasha, Bailey, Charlotte, Becky, Asuka, Alexa before her. Would we agree? We would agree. So that so it makes her at least seventh on the pecking order. That's you're not gonna get far if you're number seven. And that that's kinda that's kinda where it was, and then and when then she came up, you then Bianca trailing her behind, Rhea trailing her behind, so she was like in the mix, but not in the mix. Like and then Ronda showed up, so she even dropped even one more lower in the pecking order. And then you had Natty still in there. And so it's like, she became a body rather than the top of the division like she was in NXT. And it's just the way it is. It's, it's, it's like, sometimes in those situations, it's a numbers game. And that's where she fell. So hopefully a win here will put her in a spot where, hey, she could be considered for a match with Rhea. We'll see. We'll see. I'm going Shayna, though. Magic April, does Ronda Rousey win? 
It is certain that Ronda Rousey will win, according to the Magic 8-Ball. Rough, ruthless ladies laying it in. Wrestler 2. Wrestler 2, by the way. Ruthless, rough ladies duking it out? Uh, still needs work. We need another 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 round in it. Okay, another another take. Another take. Oh God. Moving on, you have Gunter with Ludwig and Giovanni taking on Drew McIntyre. This is a straight up singles match for the WWE Intercontinental Championship. You have Gunter rapidly approaching um the top end of the honkometer i think he's gonna overtake number two by the time he gets to SummerSlam, which means he'll only have honky to go which is 30 days like less than 30 days away yeah which is less than 30 days away so the question is at that point are they gonna go ahead and give it to gunter or are they gonna let honky tonk man ride a little bit longer and, you know, continue to be your intercontinent, you know, your top end intercontinental champion. I, I think in this instance, I think records are made to be broken. I think they're going to give it to Gunter. It doesn't make, you know, much in the same vein of Roman, it does not make sense to take the title of him 30 days out. Now I say this knowing WWE logic because the last pay-per-view we said there was no reason to take the titles off of Ronda and Shayna and well here we are. So, um Well, there was a reason that we didn't know at the time. There was a reason, but we didn't I know think, it at the time. We've had two different champions. <laughs> yeah, we have um because of injury. So, not even not even that. It wasn't because of injury. Fake injury. No, the fake injury. No, the fake injury they got them no, they just gave them the, what's it called? The girls, uh, uh Chelsea and, uh, Sonia. Anyway, continue. But yeah, I don't see a reason. I'm going to jinx myself. I do not see a reason to take the titles off of them. So I'm going to say that, um, Gunter rides for another 30 days and is your IC champion. <laughs> if he wasn't signed to Impact, I would have brought in Santino for, for a Raw. Like once he's like a week away. I would have brought Santino in and, you know, talked about the hunk-a-meter and get squashed by Gunther, but he's, he works for Impact now. It wouldn't happen, but it would have been fun. Yeah, it wouldn't happen. Ah, uh, yeah, Gunther retains. It's 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 a given. April, Gunther? You may rely on it. Uh, Wrestler 2 last one was who? Lesser, Wrestler 2 last one was... Uh, Drew McIntyre. No, last the previous match. Shayna Baszler. Shayna for the last one. This one is... Wrestler 2. Wrestler 2. So, Wrestler 2 on this one is Drew McIntyre. There you go. Alright, moving on. Ricochet versus Logan Paul. Yeah, Matt, that, the word on its own can get blocked. It's fine, though. Anyway, um, what's the match? The, it was Ricochet versus Logan Paul. Ricochet, Logan Paul. I was was trying to permit the word. Um, I hated this build. Honestly, I want to see, I want to see Ricochet's girlfriend go against Logan Paul more than I want to see Ricochet fight him. Like, it's going to be good. It's going to be a spectacle. It's going to open the show. But in terms of, like, uh, the build to it, it's been all over the place. Like, the... Okay. So when did Vince get have the sur- have surgery? 21st? Mm-hmm. Where we, we, it's been a week, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's why Raw made sense. Um... <laughs> Oh, because, like, the logical build to this has been all over the place, and then you actually had the logical builds on Monday for stuff. Makes sense now. This, like, it started with him, we've talked about this Monday, it started with him saying he's not about the highlight moment or whatever, the, the, the TikTok moment, and now he's all talking about viral moments. And Ricochet is not, not a great promo, and it, it's just, 
blaming, you know, he doesn't belong, and now it's, it's, uh, and everything, it just, none of it made sense, and it never inspired much confidence in this match to be, like, a great story. It's like, hey, we had this moment, that's, all you needed was, hey, we had this moment at the Royal Rumble. Hey, we had this moment that went wrong at Money in the Bank. You cost me my shot at the title, or the briefcase. You cost me. Let's settle in the ring. We're going to have a hell of a match. That's all you needed. Really all you needed. We're going to have a spectacular match. May the best man win. Boom. But no, we convoluted the whole thing. But Logan Paul needs a win because he hasn't won since a year ago at SummerSlam. We're going Logan Paul. Because they're not pushing Ricochet to do anything. He's not going to go. Like, what are they going to do with Ricochet? Push him to, to Gunther? No. They've been there and done that. Logan Paul, uh, Ricochet's not here to. Ricochet has no growth. Dumb. He wanted to. But that's not a a match winning. You could just do that to do that. You push him at Seth, provided Seth retains. Yeah, but they're not gonna. It's not gonna be believable as much as a good match. It will be. It's not believable. Ricochet's not in a position to be believable for a top tier contender right now. I I I understand that and I respect that position. I'm saying though that they could do it. They could do it. Yes, they could do anything they want. I don't know because Ricochet is another one that they haven't really done a lot with. Right? He came in for the cruiserweight stuff. They brought him in. He's very, very flashy. He can fly. He could do a lot of really cool shit. The problem with him is, is that, at least for me, he doesn't resonate well. Like you said, he's a bad promo. He cannot cut a promo. And I did everything Rock said about the build. The build for this has just been very odd. Very strange, very just nonsensical in every department in terms of what they've gone with. And in a lot of ways, it's just been sort of the lazy story to tell, right? It's the absolute lazy, just you don't belong here, you don't go here, even though you've been here for two years and you had a shot at Roman Reigns before I ever did. Like, that should be the story. Not the, you don't belong here, it's the... You walked in and got a shot at Roman before I did. That's bullshit. Let's go. I want you to prove it to me. Like, that's a better statement than just you don't belong here because you're a celebrity. Because at this point, Ro- Logan has proven that he belongs. Um, My issue with Logan getting the win over Ricochet is it does nothing for Ricochet. This feud has done nothing for Ricochet. It's not going to elevate him. And I understand the point is not necessarily to elevate him, but it's at the very least... It could do something for him. It could give him a rub. It could put him in a contention where, yes, at some point, maybe he could go for Gunter or whoever dethrones Gunter. It could put him in a position where he could go for Dominic or he could go for somebody else where you just put him, you establish him in the mid card as a credible contender for somebody. And unfortunately, I don't feel like this is going to do that. And I would hate to see them sacrifice Ricochet for the sake of Logan Paul. Because Logan Paul's going to get his... He's going to do some spectacular. He's going to get them its views, which is why he's there. And then he's going to fuck off until Survivor Series or whenever the next time they need him, which is fine. That's his job. That's what he's there to do. That's what they pay him for. But I just hate the idea of sacrificing Ricochet for that because I do like Ricochet. I enjoy what he does. And they just don't do shit with him, you know? They just don't. Like, they put him against Logan Paul and it's like, okay, this... This will be good. Like, the match will be good because they'll just go off and it'll be a spot fest and it'll be fantastic. And we'll see Ricochet do all all the things he knows how to do. And we'll see Logan Paul try to keep up and try to match with him. And in terms of putting Logan in the ring with someone, Ricochet is a really, really, really good choice. He's an incredibly seasoned hand. 
in, will know how to work with somebody that is not a seasoned. I wouldn't say Logan's quite green, but he doesn't have years of experience on him. So this will be a nice, solid, good, fun match. Um, but that being said, I think Logan wins. I hate, I hate that. I hate saying that, but I think Logan wins. Will? Wrestler 2. Who's Wrestler 2? Logan. You say that right as I drink water. Hey, Paul. Logan Paul. All signs point to yes. By the way, chat, this is your cast reminder. If you have Amazon Prime link in your Twitch account, it's called Prime Game and support the channel by clicking the purple rectangle button below the screen. You can also use credit card rocket stock or Lindsay more than four nine M shop. Hashtag Epic Partner. And there's a link in chat from the stream elements. We'll talk about that down the road, but the link is active if you would like to do it. But you need to be like an account that has not been used in, in a while to, to participate. Like in the reboot rally. We'll talk more about that next time we stream Fortnite. Ding. Ding. Alright, Roman Reigns with Paul Heyman and Solo Sokoa versus Jay Uso. This is a tribal combat, whatever that means, for the undisputed WWE Universal Championship and recognition of the tribal chief. So tribal content, combat is anything goes. Ah. It's just a fancy way to say it. Fits the narrative that they're trying to tell. Yes. Well, and it allows Solo to interfere at will. At and will. probably a Jimmy. Yeah. Uh, God, I don't know how I feel about this. I really don't know how I feel about this. Because I, I want Jay to win. Okay, I, I'm going to throw this out there. I want Jay to win. I think it would be absolutely beautiful poetic justice that Solo turns on Roman and Jay gets the victory because of, because of Solo. Like, I think that would be beautiful poetic justice. Jimmy comes back. The brothers stand united against Roman. Jay becomes the tribal chief. And the story comes full circle at SummerSlam, where Jay is triumphant over Roman. I think that would be a beautiful way to end that story. Do I think it's going to happen? No. No. And I hate that it's not going to happen, because I want Jay to win. Like, I really, really, really want Jay to win, but it's it's Roman. Roman's not going to give up that title. He's just not. I think it's going to Cody. I really, really think that's what's going to happen. They're going to find a way to get Cody back to Roman. And it's called the Royal Rumble. Because at the end of the day, that's that's Cody's title. Now, somebody else could show up. And somebody else could fuck certain people over. And we'll talk about, we'll talk about that somebody else here in a minute. But, God, that would just be beautiful, though. She's so pretty. Such good storytelling. Not happening. Not happening. They're casting suspicion on Solo is what they're doing. It's basically, where does Solo stand? Is Solo on Jay's side? Is he on Roman's side? Or is he on his own side? Because the other the other part of this story is, Solo is going to be the person that Roman doesn't necessarily see coming. Even though he's kind of got his eye on him. He'll see it. He knows it's coming. It's just a matter of when. Yeah, it's a matter of when Solo decides, I want his title. That's that's where they're going with that. Um, so it's in Solo's interest to cost Jay. Because that keeps the title on Roman. And that's likely what's going to happen is Jimmy will show back up. He will try to help Jay. Solo will beat up his brothers. Um, and Roman will stand victorious. With a chief win, and Jay, I assume, will have to recognize Roman as the tribal chief, but not go back into the bloodline. No, that that's over with. Um, yeah, it's it's this is Roman's win. This is the least likely scenario of where 
There's a chance Roman could lose. There hasn't been many of those. We had this, you know, we thought in Montreal there was a chance. We thought at WrestleMania there was a chance. This, if you give it a percentage, there's a 7% chance Jey Uso wins. And that's high. This is a Roman Reigns win special. The story, the, the finale of the Bloodline story ends here. Roman then will move on to whatever is next. You'll have Solo be his henchman for a while, and then you could tell that story. But the Bloodline chapter, as we know it, ends at SummerSlam. Yeah. Roman Reigns win. Then we won't see Roman till probably October. Yeah. My personal thought is that they beat the shit out of Jay, and they send Jay away for a while, and then he comes back. Um, although it would be ab- okay, it would be absolutely hilarious to me is if Jay comes back and eliminates Solo to win the to get win the Royal Rumble. That would just be so fucking funny to me. Um, but yeah, it's it's Roman, it's Roman's win. Eight ball does Jay Uso win? Jay Uso for the eight ball. Mm. Wrestler 2 is going to be, what, Jey Uso? Yep. Wrestler 1. First time all night, Wrestler 1. <laughs> you jinxed it, man. You're like, Wrestler 2 is who? So we can get Wrestler 1. So it's Roman Reigns. It's Roman Reigns. We're all doomed then. Um, And now we get a, we could have a Wrestler 3 because you have Asuka defending the championship in a triple threat match between with Charlotte Flair and Bianca Belair. It rhymes. Uh, this is for UWWE Women's Championship on SmackDown. Um, I don't want Charlotte to win. Honestly, truthfully, I think Asuka sneaks away with a win. I think she does. I think Bianca and Charlotte are going to cost each other the match. And those two are going to go on a feud. And you're going to have uh, Asuka sort of sneak away from that. EO could cash in. Like, that is that is the factor that we have to consider is EO could cash in. Especially with Bailey's injury. You just go ahead and do it. Um, it makes sense too, because Bailey's out of that picture. But with a triple threat, anything is possible because Oscar does not have to be pinned to lose the title. But I think if Charlotte wins this match, the internet's gonna have a really big match because it's been done. Like no offense to Charlotte, she's the go-to at this point. If you need if you need someone to hold a title, you put it on Charlotte. But she's had it so many times that it's like. Can you just not? It's just so passe. It's just so boring. Please don't. And that's, like I said, no offense to her, but it's just, in in a booking sense, it's very predictable. Oh, LOL, Charlotte wins, much in the same vein as Cena. It's like, she doesn't technically need to be champion for the rest of her career. She's good. She's a certified Hall of Famer already. One more isn't going to do anything. Charlotte doesn't need the belt. Bianca doesn't need the belt. Oscar really doesn't need the belt. EO needs the belt. EO needs the belt. They have a way to put it on EO. But I don't know if they do it here or not. I was for a minute I was like, I'm just gonna pick Eo who's gonna walk out with the belt. But I don't know. Like the match between all three women was gonna be really good, but there's no one in this match that I go, Hey, they need to be the next women's champion. Because Bianca's held the belt for the last three years. Think about it. She has. Mm-hmm. Charlotte's held it every other time in between then. Um and so has Asuka. These are all women who have held the championship for longer, long extended periods of time, whether it's been Raw, SmackDown, or NXT. They've been your champions, one way or the other. EO needs an opportunity. I could see Bianca winning this match and then being cashed in on right away. I can see Asuka winning the match and being cashed in on right away, and then you do the feud of Asuka versus EO. The reason why I say you do Bianca winning is because people would be like, okay, there's your title change of the night. They wouldn't be expecting two. That's why I would say Bianca could win. 
Io could cash in on her, then you do Bianca Io for the title. I know people want Io and Asuka, which would be good. I don't see them booking that strongly. I don't and, see and, them booking it strongly, but it seems... Because there's no one to carry that feud verbally. If you're going to have Io cash in on somebody, you do it on Charlotte. I'm going to be completely honest. Like, if you want the internet has a big mad and you want the big moment, you have Charlotte win the title and then Io comes out, moonsaults her, and cashes in on her and takes the title off of Charlotte. That's the bigger moment than Bianca. No offense to Bianca. Because Bianca is like, yay, Bianca won. That's cool. Even though she's kind of in the middle of a heel turn right now, it's... I wouldn't even call it a heel turn. Everyone's trying to call it one. It's really not. I mean, she's trying to do something. They're trying to do something with it. But she's kind of in the middle of something. But honestly, truthfully, if you're going to have the title change, you put it on Charlotte. Because it would be more of an impactful moment. It would be if it wasn't for the fact I think that would be 16. And I don't think you'd do blow 16 on a quick change. Oh, I think you could. You could. Because I that wouldn't. sets up the whole... No, because that sets up the whole feud between the two. You ruined my 16th title. That was supposed to be a monumental occasion. That's me, you know, matching or eclipsing my father or however you want to put it, right? Like, you've ruined my legacy because you ruined my moment. You took that from me when you took my title. It would make sense if she could have somebody verbally do that against her. That's the that's the only issue with EO. She can't verbally back that, you know, fight that fight. You could find somebody. You could find someone, but I don't think EO is the one for that fight that you're trying to push. Because that's a good story. I don't think it works with this one. But you could do it. You could do it, but I think you need verbally someone to match her to for that that moment. And you don't have it with EO, unfortunately. So... Let's convolute this for Brent. Bianca Belair wins the match and is your women's champion, Io Cashin. I'm going to say Asuka retains in this match. I'm leaving the Cashin ambiguous. Eight ball. Because it could happen. Eight ball, does Charlotte win? Better not tell you. Oh, God. Me. We'll, 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 we'll come back to that one. Better not tell you was the answer, by the way. We'll, we'll come back to that in a second. Wheel. Wrestler one. That would be Asuka. Eight ball, does Asuka win? Don't count on it. So, eight ball does Charlotte win? Very doubtful. Eight ball does Bianca win? Don't count on it. Okay. So far, it hasn't picked a winner. It doesn't know. It's confused. Eight ball does EO cash in and win the championship? No. Okay. Well, that's definitive. That's a, we have a nope. Eight ball does Asuka will Asuka somehow retain the championship? Okay. We so got there. You just there. have to ask the question, Gray. 15 times. (laughs) All right, what do we got next? All right. We talked about Poetic Justice earlier. Let's talk about it here. Seth freaking Rollins defending his championship against Finn Balor. This is a singles match for the World Heavyweight Championship. I fully expect Judgment Day to be involved in this. We also have Damian Priest as a factor for your money. Excuse me, Senor Money in the Bank holder. Um, You see... If you wanted to do the the uh, thing that we just talked about, right, where you ruin the moment, here you go, right here, because it was however many years ago, what, eight years ago, seven. nine years ago, seven, seven, that Finn Balor won the Universal Championship and then had to surrender it the next night because Seth hurt him. 
And now, on that same show, seven years later, Finn is going for the title that Seth currently holds. If you want to make the internet, go bonkers. Either for the good or the bad, depending on how you feel about it, you do have Finn win. And then Damien immediately cashes in on him. Because the deal between, you know, Finn and Damien is, is, yeah, 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 I'll give you Seth first. Yeah, uh-huh. Uh-huh. I, I'll give you Seth first. And technically, Damien's giving Finn Seth first, but there's nothing that says he can't cash in immediately afterwards. Absolutely nothing. And that's the tension, and that's what's probably going through the back of Finn Balor's mind is... I got that threat right there, but he's my boy. He's my he's my friend. You know, we're Judgment Day. We, nothing's gonna happen. Oh, no, nothing bad's gonna happen. Hmm. Or will it? Because they have had issues. They have had issues. Randy's not healthy. No, Randy. Randy is very likely not going to come back. He'll be back. Um, He'll be back. Not. A, it's gonna be a minute, or it could be something Saturday. Who knows? But I don't think Randy's ready yet. Randy will probably be back by... Honestly, I would hold Randy for a rumble at this point. Because from everything I've heard, he's not in wonderful shape. And so they need to be very cautious about how they use him. That is my understanding. So for whatever Randy has left, you hold that for, like, rumble and mania. And that's kind of it. Like, Randy's kind of going the take route. Where he's not going to be able to work as much. Um... Just because he, just because of his physical self, or at least that's the rumor going around. Um, but yeah, especially if Oscar retains and retains and Roman retains, you do have to have kind of that upset surprise. I feel like, and no offense to Seth, he's a wonderful champion. He's a fantastic character. It would do more for Finn to take the title off him because Seth is Seth is a great champion. But he's better chasing, and at this point, with the character being where it is and his popularity being where it is, he doesn't necessarily need a title. It's a nice benefit for him. He's a good person to debut it and carry it. Um, but you could have Finn continue that on. And you give Finn his title, right? Because Dominic got the North American Championship from NXT. Rhea's got the Women's Championship. Damien has money in the bank. You only need one more thing. Right? And they're not going to point Finn at Gunter. No. I mean, yeah, so, but, but no. But no. So that leaves a really good opening for Seth. Like, I don't think he needs to necessarily have it long, but you could put the title in Judgment Day, either on Finn or Damien, and you go from there. Judgment Day is the hottest act they have on Monday Night Raw right now that they're pushing. Everyone is over in the group. Uh, that momentum needs to continue. Would a Seth Rollins retaining here help Seth Rollins continue on? Yeah. But I don't think you need to... Ju- you, I don't think he needs the belt to be right now Mm-mm. in terms of where they're progressing with the story because the best WWE stories is when there's a heel champion and the babyface chases. Right now the babyface is the champion, so we need to flip things around, have a heel for a little bit, hold the championship. I mean, Steve Austin chased the, the heel forever. He would win the title, hold it a few months, lose it, rep- and win it back. Seth could win the belt back the next night on Monday Night Raw, for all we know. We're at, or at Payback. They could do a rematch, and there's your trilogy, and there's a reason to have a third match between the two. Um, I'm picking Finn to win. I think, yeah. I, I think Finn needs a shot in the arm right now to really spark things up, and... With football season coming around, you can do a big Monday Night Raw match between Seth Rollins and Finn Balor for 
or the championship to, to like, here's a big kickoff for the, the, the fall. You can do all these sorts of things, and it'll be fine. Um, I think Finn needs the shot right now, even if it's for a little bit, just so his character has some credibility. Yeah, they've done... Because Finn hasn't won a big match that counted in a long time. And also they've done a wonderful job establishing Rhea, establishing Dom, establishing Damien, and reeling Damien into a credible threat. It's Finn's turn. Like, they've been doing a good job having Finn be the leader, and they've done a wonderful job of rebuilding Judgment Day on the whole when you think about where they were this time last year. It's night and day. I think Finn, though, like you said, he needs he needs something. Because he's the leader. He's typically the mouthpiece. He needs to have some kind of clout to him. And he doesn't have, like, everybody else in the group sort of outshines him right now. So it makes complete sense to give him the title and have to be like, finally, I have righted the wrong that happened to me all those years ago. And I have, I've defeated Seth. I'm good. And also, fuck you all. Because he's a bad guy. But... I just see it doing more for Finn. I, I want to see it go on Finn. I think Finn needs it. So I'm going Finn. You're going Finn. Uh, Magic 8-Ball. Finn Valor win the championship? Yes. Definitely. Mm. Wheel? Wrestler 2. Yeah. All right. We're all in agreement, which means Seth's going to win. Yep. Um, and last but not least, in your main event, Cody Rhodes versus... Brock Lesnar, the return match, where it is not a stip. I'm a little surprised by that. It's just a regular singles match. There's no, no, no nothing with it. Because they didn't um, think it needed it. Um, which sets up something that could happen. That could, that could put Cody Rhodes on even harder times than he's already been on. What would that be? I have no idea if he's healthy. I have no idea if he's cleared. He hasn't been seen since Royal Rumble. But let's talk about Bray Wyatt. Let's talk about the history between Cody and Bray Wyatt. And the fact that Cody Rhodes is responsible, more or less, for Bray Wyatt being in WWE. Cody was Bray's coach on NXT back when he was the young, sweet, innocent boy known as Husky Harris. And then he got punted in the head by Randy Orton and everything went to hell. Of which Cody was also a member of Legacy. I think actually at that time too. Or shortly shortly broke up. Um, but Cody, Cody and Bray's story runs long and it runs deep. There's a lot of rivalry there. You need, in terms of Cody versus Brock, this will be a match. I'm sure it will be physical. I'm sure it will be entertaining. They're selling the story right now of, oh, Cody's arm is in doubt, which I'm a little tired of, but it is what it is. Um, You had, who won the last one? Brock. Brock. So you've had Cody win one, you've had Brock win one. So this should be the definitive ending feud for this match because you don't really have any more that you can do with it. You have Cody chasing Roman, like I said, for the title. It's very likely he'll go on to win the Royal Rumble and face Roman at WrestleMania if Roman makes it that long. Um, But you gotta find him something to do. You have to have him confront the ghosts of his past. And what a better way to do it than to bring back Bray Wyatt and have Bray Wyatt cost Cody the match with Brock and Brock gets away. And that way, you move Cody on to a feud with Bray, you bring Bray back, you reestablish Bray if he's healthy, you move Brock on, and Brock goes to whatever Brock does, goes home probably, and does Brock things until he decides he wants to come back. Um, but you, you move Cody on with Bray. 
and you do that whole feud. Because realistically speaking, if you do it right, you get three matches out of it. That puts him at November, which will put him right at Royal Rumble. So, let's look at this. Bray does not need to cost Cody the match. Cody should beat Brock Lesnar, without a doubt, and have so that book closed and stuff. In that chapter. Doesn't mean that Bray Wyatt couldn't show up right away after, whether it is at SummerSlam for a big shock and all moment, or the next night on Monday Night Raw, two nights later on Monday Night Raw, where they come in, Bray comes in and tells, gets inside Cody's future and tells him where he's headed next, and sort of that's the path they go on. You allow Cody to have an easier schedule a little bit, you work some story, you take Cody out the Russell every week. And then you can bring Bray Wyatt back in a fashion where he can look like a credible opponent and actually have a real match. Real wrestling. Because the Cody-verse doesn't need the Bray gimmicks. They should be traditional fights and matches. Um, if that's the road you want to go down. Is it possible? Yeah. Do I see it happening? I would give it a 60% chance. I could see them going in that, that direction. But one way or another, Cody needs to beat Brock Lesnar. Because he needs to overcome the beast first before anything else matters. Because him going on a long losing streak doesn't help him at all. He needs to be, despite whatever it is, he still needs to be protected if he's going to fight Roman Reigns, possibly at WrestleMania again. He needs to be protected along the way. He can suffer a loss here, a loss there, but a losing streak isn't what the character needs, especially for what you're paying him. You, you want to protect him in terms of star value and everything and not make him look average. I don't want three matches with Cody and Bray. You don't need to do three. You can do one, maybe two. You don't need the trilogy uh, to make it work. Because you can always throw other family members in there if they wanted to, just to stretch it. What family members? Oh, Uncle Howdy. I don't know if Uncle Howdy's coming back. Uncle Howdy's coming back. Um, trust. If Bray comes back, Uncle Howdy's back. They're a package deal. Um... I think you can you can make that work, but this needs to end with Cody getting the win because Brock can go away because Brock won't be back till Saudi, which is October or early November, whenever it is. And you can do something with Brock. Brock doesn't need this win. Brock needs to put Cody over so Cody can continue his story. And rebuilding Cody as a WWE main eventer includes finishing the story with Brock Lesnar. Cody wins. Yeah, I can go. Cody wins. Whatever but... other shenanigans happen happen i'm always here for the drama you know that i know that's 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 what i signed up for in wrestling is i am i am here 100 percent for the drama for the for the surprise you know for the story um but i just don't think it should necessarily be clean or at least cut and dry because it's I don't think Cody should really get that moment to breathe because if you're doing hard times, right, like that's the story you're telling of Cody's having to work his way and fight his way back to Brock or excuse me, back to Roman or whoever he's going to go against for the title at that point. I feel like, at least for me personally, then he shouldn't even get that moment to breathe. It should be Brock takes Cody to the wall and Cody somehow ends up victorious and he has this great moment where he's like, yay, I won. And then Bray's like, no, and just right on him. You could, I said, I said you could do it at SummerSlam or at the latest Monday Night Raw. No, I think it should be that SummerSlam. It should be that night. You can. 
that's like I said, that could be a big moment if they want to go that direction, or you can wait till Raw. That those were my options. I just think it's a good tease going into Raw instead of you know Cody stands victorious and that's how you close the show. Then the fans home happy, which is a perfectly viable also, option. Also, I don't think this is the main event. I don't think this closes. I think it does. No, Roman closes. Roman's uh, your champ. Roman's your champ. Roman's your champ, but it's kind of it's Brock. Roman. It's, Roman, it's, Roman, it's, Roman, oh, Roman closes. It's a coin toss. No, no, it's not even. It's Roman, your, your universal title. Roman and Jay is the main event? Okay. But they've said five things are your main events. <laughs> but still, it's, you just, you have that big shock value moment. Because the other side of it is, like I mentioned, if you're going to bring Bray ba- back and we're talking about poetic justice and you need to move Roman on from the bloodline, is I understand that Bray is not necessarily in the position, but Roman is the man who took Bray's title from him. And there is bad blood there. That needs um, payback. Yeah. Which, so is it, so, which just so happens to be the next premium live event. Amazing how that works. So you could have Bray come back and attack Roman and go for Roman because it's a no DQ match. So it makes perfect sense that you would have somebody interfere to go for Roman that won't cost him the title. That's what that whole stip is for. Is to have shenanigans galore. So since you will have shenanigans galore in that match, makes sense you could have Bray attack Roman in that match. But the question, I think, is what does Bray come back as? And nobody knows the answer to that question. No one. Because we don't know what we're going to get. If we're going to get the continuation of the gimmick that he was doing before, if he's going to if he's going to come up with something completely different. Because obviously, obviously, whatever he came as, unfortunately, did not take. At least fully. I liked it. I thought parts of it were good, but other it did not resonate with other people, and he needs to resonate. So they could take him back in the more of a co-leader direction. He could go and do something different, or we never see him again. We don't know. We really, honestly, don't know. But Saturday will tell us for. But I'm going. I'm. I'm going, Cody. I'm going, Cody Rhodes. Eight ball, Cody. Better not tell me. Okay. Been through this. You have to. You have to give answers. Then we will. You have to be decisive. Wrestler 2. Who's Wrestler 2? Wrestler 2 is... Fuck, I closed the thing. Hold on. As you do that, Brock? Don't Wrestler 2 is Brock. Brock for 8-ball, Brock for wheel. Okay. So there you go. There you go. That is our SummerSlam preview. Do you agree with it? Let us know. You have until Saturday, up until showtime, to make picks if you want to participate in the pick'em contest. You don't win anything, but there is bragging rights. So tune in for that. We will also be live directly after SummerSlam airs. That's Rock and I, where we will be reviewing the show. So tune in Saturday night for that. There will be no Fortnite with friends, but you got other stuff to plug, so plug away. We had no CB radio, so uh, but Sunday it's WTS Sunday Russell Talk Radio 10 p.m. Eastern. They'll review SummerSlam Monday night's Raw Post Show 11 p.m. Eastern. We'll be back next Thursday night 10 p.m. Eastern. Figure out what we're talking about. Rack Radio Show on all social media platforms or wherever you get your podcasts. Just search the Rack Radio Show. It's at Wild Talk Radio on Zeter. On the X, on the Twitter, whatever you want to call it. Instagram. Facebook.com slash Wild Talk Radio Network. Chat if you have Amazon Prime link to your Twitch account. It's called Prime Gaming Support. Chill by clicking the purple rectangular button below the screen. You can use Kirk or Rocket Sock. Or. Linz M. Ward. In the Fortnite item shop for Epic Games, when you buy Future Rama, a Terminator, some other anime skin, or more, why? 
Because we are hashtag epic partners. You can follow me on most of the social medias at Lensward, L-A-N-S-W-R-D. You can check out my Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash Lensward, where I'm be- being a part of a closed beta right now. So come watch me run around in a brand new video game for the next few days. It's called Palia. It's a MMO game. It's not Gacha. It's not Genjin. It's not Honkai Star Rail, even though I stream those games on a regular basis. I will be live tomorrow morning at 7.30 a.m., everybody, for the Genshin live stream, where I will scream about Fontaine. I am so sorry for the person I'm about to become. Um, no, I will not go back once the, the cat is out of the bag. But tune in. They're going to be talking all about the new mechanics, the new nation that's coming, all the new characters. It's all the new things tomorrow morning, 7.30 a.m. Come have coffee and breakfast with me, twitch.tv slash you can follow me on YouTube, youtube.com slash at symbol Lensward, lensward.rackradioshow.com, or just look for Lensward on the YouTubes. And you can follow me on TikTok. Yes, I <laughs> I gave up and went to TikTok. Lensward zero over on TikTok. So go follow me over there. It will be mostly Genshin Impact and Honkai Star Rail Theory content because I need to post it somewhere. So if you're into that, go there, although there may be some decorating stuff in there, too, because I'm finishing up my basement. But, anyway, you know how that goes. But, if you're into good quality content, go check out Matt, mbgfilmsyoutube.com slash mbg1211 for all of his amazing stuff. Like, subscribe, ring the bell. Tell him we said hi over there. Um, But for Rock, I'm Lindsay Ward. You've been listening to The Rock right here on wildtalkradio.com and we will see you on Saturday for SummerSlam. Bye! Wildtalkradio.com.